are about to get Brooks. Welcome back. Yeah, we're excited to be here. Yeah. It's uh, May 25th. May 25th. Happy yeah. Memorial Day. It is Memorial Day, that's right. Yes, I know. It's kind of weird. We almost forgot all about it because how strange everything has been. Uh, I didn't even realize it was Memorial Weekend until a friend of ours on Wednesday said, what are you doing for the holiday weekend? And I said, what are you talking about? It's like weeks away. Everything, <laughs> nope, it's Monday. <laughs> everything's out of sorts. So we, it is. Yeah. Uh, huge thank you to um, everyone that served in, in honor of Memorial Day. Yep, the really vets, great. the current enlisted People, Absolutely. amazing. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Yeah. So, we decided to come back because we went and uh, took a COVID vacation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I go vacation. Uh, yeah, well, we took a little trip. Yeah. A little road trip to... Uh, kind of a test run, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, to beautiful uh, South Dakota, the uh, home state of Mark Brett. Yes. <laughs> I think it's my favorite state. Oh, come on now. you got California on your shirt right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Um, my uh, mom and stepdad bought a beautiful fifth wheel. Um, absolutely gorgeous. Um, it's a... What kind of camper is it? Well, it's a toy hauler. Toy, yeah, I understand that. But what's the brand? Fusion? Keystone. Stuff? Keystone Fusion. Thing is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it legitimately cost more than our first townhouse. No, it, <laughs> it was so expensive. Not They're true. ridiculous. Yeah. Those Quakers. Yeah. Um, anyways, it's so freaking gorgeous. It's really nice. Um, and they wanted to do the first test run with uh, Mark. Let's be honest, not me. I just got to come along for the ride. Uh, before they took it out on the open road, the two of them, as they're both now retired and it is a big rig. There is no it doubt is. about it. 40 feet or yeah, something like that? Yeah, it's about 40 feet. Full kitchen, uh, master bedroom. Two bathrooms. Two bathrooms, four flat screen TVs. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. Yeah, so, it's cool. Super baller. Yeah. That's awesome. Happy for them. It's got a toy hauler. It's got a party deck. Yeah. Like, it's rocking. They can bring their motorcycles or the Ranger. Yeah. Or, yes. you know, or us. I or guess. us, yeah. yeah, and our dogs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, so we kind of um, stepped out on a limb and, and took the risk, if you will, and decided to check out, um, I don't know if, I'm assuming many of you know that South Dakota um, did not have any stay-in-place order, um, anything like that. They've just remained open through this whole um, pandemic. Yeah, and I mean, there's kind of a caveat there because... Um, the governor didn't issue any orders or the government didn't issue any orders per se, mm -hmm. but people could, you know, business owners could make their own decision. Mm -hmm. So there were, there was stuff that was closed. Yeah, definitely. They, they just decided that they were going to stay closed, uh, during the pandemic and that's their choice. Yeah. And I think it's important to, we, like we had talked about to like understand the facts. Like obviously there's a very big difference between South Dakota and Minnesota, even population wise. Yeah, the, South Dakota is... <laughs> the poster child for social and physical distancing. Yeah, like, they've been doing it since the, you know yeah, day one. Yeah, <laughs> since they became a state. Just by its nature. Yeah, it's your yeah because there's roughly only um, eight hundred and eighty four thousand people total in the population of South Dakota. Not a state. Yes. Yeah. Where Minnesota has about five point six million yeah. population. Not really comparable. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, so we hit the open road and went to Spearfish. Yep. 
Um, camped at the KOA. Yep, Spearfish mm-hmm. is on the north end of the Black Hills. Um, Absolutely and it's beautiful. Near Rapid City, which is a, the second largest city in South Dakota, mm-hmm. um, just for reference anyway. Um, Spearfish is beautiful. It is. I, it's kind of the desired area in that part of the state. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to live in Rapid City or uh, the Black Hills area, Spearfish is kind of the spot. It's kind of the elite. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think we realized why oh while gosh. we were there. Not only is it just gorgeous, but as we were there, um, it was raining quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since they're on the north end of the Black Hills, they didn't get as much rain. You know, you could see along that, that eastern edge of the Black Hills, it would be constantly raining all day. Yeah. But on the north end, you know, where there, it doesn't have those mountains to cool off the air and everything like that, no issues. Yeah, it was kind of amazing because the one day we did venture into Rapid City, which we'll talk about, it was pouring rain, and then we got back to the campsite, and it's sunny and beautiful, and we sat outside and barbecued and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really gorgeous. And then as we did Spearfish Cannon, right? Canyon. Canyon. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yep. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> We're going to edit that nope. out. Nope. <laughs> Everybody knows what I meant. Buchanan, Buchanan, same yeah. shit. Yeah. Anyways, as we drove through this, we, um, the homes, the real estate property was just incredible. It's beautiful. Right? I mean, it just, and then we stopped at, what was the place that we stopped at? What, Bridals or something? Bridal Falls. Yes, that was really beautiful. Yeah, we'll have to insert a picture yep, in there. Yeah, insert a picture. Yep. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. It's it, you know, South Dakota is just kind of a, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is. You know? Especially that area. Yeah. Um, you know, um, but so we, we, like we said, we went into Rapid City and the reason we wanted to kind of come on and talk about it, not just talk about our little, you know, road trip, but, um, since there was no stay in place or, um, order or anything like that, um, Everything was open. Most, almost everything was open, including the restaurants, the bars, the shops. Some were closed. Yeah. Um, some were, yeah. but there was quite a few, and I was, I was really shocked. Um, and again, to kind of talk about the facts, so the the population of Rapid City is about seventy five thousand, which is pretty equivalent if you're in Minnesota to like Plymouth. Yeah. Um, so, and we decided that we were going to eat lunch in a restaurant. We wanted to see what it would be like. You know, at this time, Governor Waltz had not lifted um, anything um, here in the state of Minnesota when we were there. And just pure curiosity of what it looked like to semi-be back to normal. And it's it's not normal. It's not normal. Um, But the new normal, I guess. Yeah. And it so it was just interesting to see that you know, they were basically following CDC guidelines Yes. as a restaurant. Yeah. So, like, I think we both had very different um, experiences or feelings, if you will. Um, okay. I had horrible anxiety. Yeah. I was super nervous. Um, and it wasn't, I was not nervous, I want to clarify, about getting sick. Um, it was more about just the change, the environment, and really, like, the shame. Like, what were people going to say? What were they going to think? I did, I'm so sick of the, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion and we support that. And if you want to social distance and you don't want to work and you don't want to go out, that's totally, totally. fine with you. Yeah. Um, we feel very differently about that. Right. Yep. And I was like, I didn't post 
I, I made I made one small post, but I didn't post anything on any of our social media sites. Like, and I and I just I was just so nervous and anxious leading up to going into. I mean, even on the way there when we were driving, going into some of these um, like gas stations and um, truck stops and things like that. It, I just all of a sudden became very aware that there is some sort of there is a risk, right? There is a risk. There's there's always the a risk. risk, right? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. You could catch anything, but yeah, yeah. So that was just kind of my my feeling. Once we started walking down, you know, uh, the kind of the main street in Rapid City, which we've been before and we love it and it's super cute. Um, that was my first like kind of panic like I don't know if I can do this like I'm super nervous and I I remember I was the first one to open the door into the restaurant and just feeling so overwhelmed and like I may be sitting in the truck (laughs) you know I'm not gonna ruin everybody else's time but if I feel like I physically cannot handle this I might go sit in the truck interesting yeah what was your thought immediately um I mine was just more out of curiosity like I didn't have um any feelings I mean, I think we're always on high alert now and we're always trying to take precautions and we're careful about what we're touching and mm-hmm. how close we are to people. So that was heightened because I hadn't been in that environment in two months. Yeah. I haven't been to a restaurant in two months. So mm-hmm. I was, it was, and I was just kind of taking it all in and I was curious about, I was just watching what employees were doing and what other patrons in the restaurant were doing and stuff like that and it's it is different it's just different different. Um, it's exactly what i i kind of expected it was though yes um so it was interesting to see that happen first firsthand for me it was it wasn't at all what i'd expected it was far more relaxing like they weren't relaxing on the guidelines I just felt more relaxed once I entered in yeah um and to kind of like so paint the scene you know we walk into the restaurant right um all of the staff has masks on yep um the bartender um one of the hosts they had gloves on and they were changing them out frequently as they were touching things right um we enter in the the main host um greets us and then there's another young man host that was wiping off the menus, the menus and they handed them to us directly. Yep. Um, they brought us over to a table. Yep. All the tables, it was every other table. Mm-hmm. So every other table, and then they had this, and we'll, all put up, we'll post a picture that basically said this table in between the other two tables is is no is not to be occupied due to social distancing, yep. and there were no chairs around it. Right. Because in my head, I kept thinking, how in the hell are we going to do this? All these restaurants are going to, what, take out all these tables? Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, they're going to have to go down to, you know, crap, not even half, less than half the capacity, a third or whatever it is yeah. to accommodate this. And I always, when I'm thinking of this, I think of, like, our two favorite places. I think of Baja House and I think of Belcor. Yeah. yeah, like, how are we going to do this, right? Right. And so I thought that was really interesting because I did not, in my head, play out, just remove the chairs and put the sign there. Right. Um, it was relatively busy. Um, I know the upper level, which I didn't realize until I used the restroom, was actually quite full. Oh. And then there was, like, a little back part of the restroom because we sat right in the bar area. It looked empty from where I sat. Yeah, and then, guess, so but... when I walked around, the whole back where the booths were, every other booth had someone in it. Yep. Um, and then the upper level, there was probably four or five tables up there that were occupied. Yeah. So in the bar, 
there was three different yeah. sets of people at the seated at the bar. Right. So there was two chairs and there'd be six feet and there was like an X on the bar. Yep. Two chairs, X. Yep. Like that. Yep. So you could go in as a group, but yes. that was it. You, yes. You would be sequestered from <laughs> all other groups yeah. essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then there was two other sets of high tops on the other side of the bar from us. Mm -hmm. Um, And I took a lot of pictures because more for, like, I wanted to be able to share with, like, Josh um, from Baja. Like, I was really interested in, like, to show him, like, what that looked like. Um, So I do have a lot of pictures and we'll post some of them. But um, once we got in there and you could tell they were following the guidelines, um, our server came over she just stood at the edge of the table. We were at a long rectangular high top table, like a typical bar table. She stood at the back. She had her own scarf on covering her face. Yep. Um, and it just felt fine. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, all my anxiety went away. It could have been the Chardonnay, but still. I, like... <laughs> I somewhat expected, what I really expected when we walked in was that we're in South Dakota. Nothing, they're not going to take precautions. Okay. Um, Interesting. And so like the it, wild, wild west. Kind or of. What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because there's no restrictions, right? Yeah. So, and you know, in my head, when you you know you hear all this stuff on the media and all this, and you know, yeah. this state's not doing that, or this state's doing this, and it, you just never know. And I, I was pleasantly surprised to see that they were taking the precautions. Absolutely. So, without being forced to, they did it. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah, it was super cool. It yeah. was a really great experience, and I definitely think we can do it. And I'm really, really disappointed that Governor Waltz, and I hope it ch- changes, that we're only going to do outdoor seating. That is so ridiculous to me. Like, we just need to, in my opinion, I'm sorry, we need to just move forward. We have to move forward. We have to rip the band-aids off. These restaurants are suffering. Suffering. They are, they're a key point and piece of our community. Right. You know, I posted something a while back that, you know, once in a while, these people come into your lives and they change your lives forever. And those people are bartenders, and that is a real thing. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, it's um, it's it's disappointing for sure. I've been a vocal supporter of Walls through this whole thing up until about you know maybe a week ago. Yeah, which is really surprising because you did not vote for him. I did not vote for him, <laughs> yeah. but I I think you know even before COVID, I was like, you know what, this guy is good. Yeah. You know, he's he seems to do the right thing um quite a bit Mm -hmm. and i think he's he truly does care um i I think it's just a little too cautious at this point um just from what we seem to know about this disease and the virus um it seems that it's very easy to contract right Mm -hmm. and being aware of that um, I think the social distancing guidelines are great, um, particularly if your immune system is yeah, compromised absolutely. or you have a pre-existing condition that would, you know, asthma or anything like that, heart disease or whatever, you know. Or even if you just have concerns. Yeah. I mean, if it's a valid concern, yeah. if you are concerned and that is your freedom and your choice. Right. 
Well, and, and the same for us. Right. If we choose to put ourselves in a circumstance or in a restaurant or Hobby Lobby, my God, I miss Hobby Lobby. Like, that should be my right. Like, yeah. why is it that I can tool around Total Wine and Home Depot with no thought that stupid candy store at 200 some people, but I can't go eat at my favorite restaurant? That just, it, it blows my mind. It's so infuriating to me. Yeah, it's kind of strange. I, and I, I think these businesses should be allowed to open their business. It should. <laughs> it shouldn't be taken away from them. And then the, the other businesses, if you don't want to open, don't open. Mm-hmm. If that's your yes. if, if that's your perspective and you're afraid for your customers or you don't think that your you staff can... staff or whomever, yep, yourself. If you don't think that you can handle that, then don't. That's fine. Yep. That's totally fine. And that, that's your choice. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just, it was very interesting. It was, uh, it made me, it made me sad. It made me want for, long for that connection because we do a lot of socializing out. It is who we are. Um, you know, it, you know, it's been a little bit slower, but we work very long hours. Most nights we're not done till seven, eight o'clock sometimes. And the last thing we want to do is cook. So we do choose to eat out. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of our part of our lifestyle. And we've made great friends at these establishments, um, not only with the staff and the ownership, but, you know, just the, the customers as well. And right. it, it just, it's just, it's such a bummer not being able to see them, you know. I feel like Cheers is closed down and I'm sad and I need to get back to my bar. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even about the drinking. It's literally about the sense of community. Um, so, yeah, I just, I, I think there's could be something to be learned from that. And I think if... Um, it was more fact-based and other people did test runs and, you know, we saw a lot of people this weekend that, um, Wisconsin opened up and a lot of people went to Wisconsin this weekend. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, and I'm curious to see how that went, you know, what did that look like? Um, you know, it to me that actually did seem a little too wild, wild west and free falling and everybody was just kind of scrunched together and a little crazy to me. But again, that's their choice and that's what people wanted to do. I, I, I can see it being a little for a while, maybe we do some continue some social distancing and if people are uncomfortable, that's how we handle it. And I think that's fine. Well, I think our trip to South Dakota just proved that it can be done. And I, what their governor said, she said that I trust the people of South Dakota mm-hmm. to, to do the right thing. Um, I'm not going to impose um, anything forced. Um, but I trust the people to make their own decisions and do the, do the right thing. And, and yeah. there wasn't a single circumstance um, while we were there that was anything different than what we've experienced under these orders yes. in Minnesota. And, like, nothing was lax. There was no... No, no. But they, Everything was really respectful. But they were just open. Yep. So yeah. I, I don't see why we can't do that. And I think the people of Minnesota can also be trusted to make their own decisions, you know, and, and that sort of thing. So, um, still, I still like Governor Walls. I, I think he's still a great guy. I just, I think he's, he's, he's trying to flatten the curve a little too much at this point. What are we going to, uh, I mean, I don't know what your basis points are for why we can open and why, how are we not there yet? We've already flattened yeah. the curve. We've, this has been two months. When this first happened, I was expecting two weeks, you know. It's been a long time. Um, This is crazy. Yeah, and I think, too, like a friend of ours brought up the point where, you know, 
after the first time they shut the government down, it kept happening and it kept continuing. And is that something they're going to keep doing with us? Are they going to keep putting the shelter in place? Are they going to keep putting these orders in place? And that is a little terrifying. I mean, there's a lot of freedoms that are being stripped. Um, Spearfish Canyon, here we come. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So, side note, every time we tra- we travel somewhere and Mark loves it, he says we're moving there. Oh. He literally goes on the internet and starts looking at real estate. Well, it's not like we travel <laughs> to crappy places. It's very true. So, very true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so as of last week, we were moving to Rapid City. Yeah. Spearfish, man. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's, you know, one of the benefits or i don't know for, you know till death do us part because i'd have to go yep. <laughs> willing or not i don't know <laughs> i just love it there i just I, you I, know it's, it's beautiful just the a nice view to look at yeah vistas and mm-hmm. views and wildlife and it's just you get a sense of really being somewhere that's not a, I don't know just not as there's, there's a very simple planned it's yeah. you know it, it, it's just you feel Maybe back to nature a little bit yeah. or something, you know. I mean, it. Can we be back to nature in Aspen instead? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I love Aspen. I do too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I just, I think, I think there just has to be. Again, it, it comes down to facts and not things being spun. And we all know the media blows things out of proportion, and they're just taking it to a whole new level. And once you go out and and it is to being respectful. Like we were respectful. We sat down respectfully we wanted that we wanted that as well you know i i don't necessarily want to be shoved into a crowd either um you know you just you just don't know um but i I think taking it to a different level and 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 learning more and seeing how this works i i I just i i don't know i'm ready to get back to a new normal because i know it's not going to be normal for a really long time and we have to look at the past um in order to learn for the future like i'm a i'm a very big believer in that in my own life and my business you know you you learn from your failure and your mistakes and they're not necessarily a bad thing it's something that happened then you just move forward so what can we learn from this and how can we move forward yeah I, I, yeah because 100%. there's a lot of other things that are happening right now other than just the virus i mean you, you mental health is lacking suicides are up um, people are struggling. Um, it's 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 really difficult. Well, the the flip side of that too, where people are actually suffering from other medical conditions yes. because they can't go in mm-hmm. to the doctor. Yep. You know, um, you know, like if you had a hip surgery planned. Yep. I mean, come on, a hip surgery basically leaves you immobile. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you if you're not getting it done, and you're supposed to have your gallbladder out. Like, there's a lot of things that need to be done that we're not. I mean, obviously, if it turns into an emergency situation, but a lot of times when it becomes an emergency situation, it's, it's life late. or death, or it's too late. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, and I think a lot of people think by not doing it, was it pre-existing surgeries or things like that? Um, uh, everyone that a few people that I talked to were like, well, they, I think they thought it was plastic surgery. Right. Like that's not what that was. That's right. not what that meant yeah. to be. Elective surgery. Elective surgery. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they and a lot of people, you know, was kind of naive to that or didn't understand. No, it's not a bunch of people waiting to get their boobs done. No, it's you're... actual like surgeries like yeah. knees, hips, yeah. shoulders, rotator cuffs, like things like that. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't plastic surgery. Right. Like you can wait, believe <laughs> yeah. me. Right. I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. But so I yeah, I just it, yeah, there's just a lot of other things that are happening. And obviously this is just our opinions. We are not doctors. Right. I mean, I can't even say canon right so that's awesome well, canyon, canyon. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah. I just, you know, I just think we need to we need to move forward and look at find a different route. Right. Because yeah, I think other things are are suffering, and they're not the they're not the we're not getting the numbers on those things. You know, we get the daily numbers of the COVID yeah. update and how many cases are confirmed and how many deaths and all that stuff. Yeah. We're not getting the daily tally of, you know, people who are hurting in other ways mm-hmm. as a result of this. Well, and you then know? you, you know, you can spin it to the, you know, same thing that people are just being marked as COVID deaths and not everybody is believing that's what they died from. They may have tested positive. Maybe that's not what they died from. So you just, you just never know what to believe. Um, and I, that for me, that's really unsettling. Like what is the actual truth? You know, there's always, there's three sides. My dad told me, my dad, Tom, shout out to my dad. He said, there's always three sides to every story, his, hers, and the truth, yeah. <laughs> which is so true. It's totally true. You know, so well, yeah, the numbers are misleading. I, I don't think that at least in the case of Minnesota, I don't, I think, I have pretty good faith in the state of Minnesota and the way that they're doing it. I think they're being very upfront. And they did, they have started adding um, probable COVID death. Okay, that's good. If it wasn't, you know, they're not sure. Uh, it was never tested positive, but they think it was. So mm-hmm. they are separating that now. And I think because of questions like that, you mm-hmm. know, they don't want to just stamp it COVID and pass it on. So I, I think that's a very honest approach, which is great. Yeah. So it's not that I don't trust what they're doing. I just disagree with it at this point. Yeah, as do I. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've, we've had an opportunity to get the personal protective gear out. Mm-hmm. That's already been increased. We're, that's not a concern anymore. Um, yeah, I was just able to order masks, gloves, booties for our open houses because now we're allowed to do open houses. And everything will ri- arrive within the next five days. Yeah. So, which is great. So yep. now we're able to get all those things um, to do some, take precautionary methods. Right. Yeah. Which we were doing anyway. But yeah, we were. We but had... now, and now it was able to do it in larger bulk. Yeah. You know, Luckily cause... we had a supply because I, yeah. I happened to care. My doomsday prepper I... husband. Yeah, I no, it's construction. You know, when yeah. we do stuff around the house, yes. I always yes. like to have masks and gloves and, yeah. and all that stuff. And I just happened to have some. We saved, I think, three of them for personal use out of this huge box that I had and we Donated the, the rest, rest. Yeah. really early on. I mean, this yeah. is mid-March mm-hmm. that we don't Right after everything. we got back from yeah. San Diego. Um, so, yeah, yeah. well, that's good. I didn't know that you ordered that, so mm-hmm. that, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think we're ready. I think we're ready. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, well, thanks for chatting with us and following yeah. along with us. Uh, definitely uh, let us know if you have any questions or thoughts because yeah, we're we'd, happy to talk with you. We'd love to hear other yeah. people's thoughts on For sure. this. You know, um, we're, we're kind of limited to our small circle, yeah. you know, but being opened up with on the internet. Yes. <laughs> um, we're going to be all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, maybe we can get some other people's feedback. Yeah, we'd love your yeah. feedback. We love your questions, concerns, thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, tell us yeah. we're wrong. I yeah. Don't know. Whatever. Yeah, you can call us a bunch of assholes. We don't care. Yeah, we're used to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for following along. Definitely rate and subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, thumbs up thumbs, thumbs up. down, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and we look forward to seeing you again here soon. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.